Welcome to Radio Grognar, King Size, the OSR podcast with more stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks, old man Grognar here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Well, I am reminded of the saying, and I'm probably paraphrasing, we do difficult things. The impossible takes a little longer. We'll talk about that after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Now, new players and GMs, listen up. There is nothing wrong with having seemingly impossible things happen in the game. What I'm talking about is Gonzo. I like I like some Gonzo in all my games. I mean, you know, outrageous things, things that push the envelope of what characters can do. And I know it's kind of hard for a starting out character, say a level one character in D&D and such. I'm talking about old school here. Fifth, uh, current, I should say current edition has some built-in advantages. But with the right GM, it'll work out for you. Now, I feel like I'm kind of vague, talking vaguely around here just... Uh, I can't kind of I kind of can't help it on this because see oh boy he's starting to philosophize again see to me gaming is just one of the ways that people do to break out of whatever they're doing in their daily realistic lives which is fine but I don't see a game I don't see that a game should be ultra realistic there's got to be some kind of some kind of fantasy or something in it even if it is isn't a fantasy game. And what I'm trying to say is there's nothing wrong with letting players do impossible things or at least try. I mean, I've seen these games where you know, they want to do something that's real spectacular and the GM just loads them down with rolls. You know, a couple rolls are all right, but you know, okay, you got to have a roll to jump over there. You have to have a roll to hang on. You have to have a roll to pull out your your rope. You have to have etc. 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 And it's like you're killing the game, man. You're killing the momentum. And sometimes you just got to say you did it, or even make one roll and say you did it, because one, it's sort of slows down the momentum of the game and you got to keep that pace up. And two, that's what the players are there for. I mean, doing, you know, adventure, adventure. And, you know, doing the buzzkill like that. I mean, yeah, there are some things that are going to be clearly, you know, they're punching up in their category, but there's no reason you can't give them a chance. And players don't forget 
I mean, don't hesitate to try something new. I, I've been trying trying to tell this to all players. Don't try and, you know, don't just look at your character sheet and say, I can do this, I can do that, and I can't do anything else. No. No, just, you know, you want to try something, tell the GM. And he'll figure it out. See, as you guys know, my philosophy in in games as far as GMing, or even playing for that matter, is... I don't care what's possible. I care what's plausible. And, you know, sometimes, you know, regular possible things fall into that category. But if you're going to have a world with superheroes or magic or super spies or a sci-fi world, you gotta really, really suspend your disbelief. I just don't care for the games that are utter, ultra-realistic. My friend Matt runs a somewhat realistic game. I mean, we've been at, I still played his game. We've been at loggerheads before because I'm, you know, I want to try stuff. But fortunately, uh, Matt has a real sense of the rule, sense of the rule of cool. If he thinks it'll, it'll uh, look cool, he'll let you try it. You may not succeed. And he doesn't give you a whole lot of roles to do it, but you can try. So I'm telling GMs out there, don't stifle your players like that. I mean, if it goes against what you think the game is supposed to be, well, maybe they ought to find another game or something like that or talk to them. This is what Session Zero is for. Okay, this is my game. This is how I want to play it. This is what it's like. Here's the house rules. Make a character, and I'll see you next time. And then you start... Session one. So it just it just kind of I've seen that I, I had a I had a friend recently, my friend Carlos, who went to North Texas, and he ran into a GM who like, okay, he's gonna try he's gonna try every time the player players tried to do something, he had them roll for something, or you can't do that, or did you remember to take this? And he would ask people like, did you remember to do this? if they wanted to try something, and they were not even aware they could do it. I believe this was a new game or something like that. And it was just, it was very frustrating. It was very frustrating for the players. He had a certain mindset in his head, a certain way he wanted the game to be. And, you know, if you're going to be a bean counter or something like that, that's fine and dandy. Find people who can play like that. There are people who can play like that. They love stuff like that. But you can't just bog them down with roles and other things um, because it's a story that you're all telling, not just you. And it's it just disheartens me, that's all. You know, I'm, I'm just saying it disheartens me. Um, I, you know, I can give you several anecdotes about things that happen in my gaming life. That has just, you know, you know, you're just you're just killing it, man. You're just killing the game. You gotta have you gotta have a sense of when something is plausible. I mean, physics is fine. For, unfortunately, all games, even fantasy, high fantasy games, need some kind of realism in their games. At least something to for the players to relate to. But there's no reason why you can't add fantasy on top of that. 
And it's it's kind of like, you know, you have you have the physics and you know what comes up must come down, that kind of thing. Action, reaction. But there can be exceptions. You know, there could be different things in this world. You gotta find out the world's physics and how they work. And if characters are going to roll up, if, if players are gonna roll up characters who live in that world, they've gotta have certain things they gotta know from the get, right out the gate, because they've lived in this world for a while. And if there's anything that differs from the real world, you gotta let them know. You know, I mean, in my world, um, you know, you can make a, you can make, you got 50 feet of rope, you can make it stand up, you know, because of, you don't even have to give them a, you know, you can give them a BS excuse, but you don't have to give them an excuse. It just, ropes can like stand on their own. And then you can grab them and do whatever, you know. It's just one little thing, you know. It goes against the physics of this world, but it doesn't matter because it's part of the physics of your world. So this is the kind of thing you have to keep in mind. Now, I'm not really trying to do a rant. I'm just saying that, you know, Gonzo is good sometimes. That's why I lead back to Gonzo here. To me, Gonzo is wonderful. It's pushing the limit of the genre or the, the game as far as you can. And I'm not talking about players who try to disrupt the game or anything like that. I'm talking about players who like to do fantastic things they want to try that may work. You may have a point... 0.000001 chance to doing it, but it's a chance. So I tell the players, do it. I will figure it out. You know, if there's rules that apply to this and I don't have access to it, I'll just make a ruling and we'll fix it later. If there isn't something that applies to this, go ahead and I'll, I'll maybe I'll assign a role to it if I have to. But sometimes I think about it and go, yeah, I'd like to see that. Okay, go ahead. And I would may, maybe say, okay, it takes you two turns to do this. But they still, they can they can try and do it, and they can do it. So never bog down. Put some more gonzo in your game, even if it's more realistic. Put some gonzo in your game, so you can so you can just have that sense of wonder and accomplishment and fun at the table. Anyway. Okay, uh, I got to so start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognardgmail.com or drop a voicemail on Spotify for podcasters. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month. You too can help support this program. I would thank you. And for single donations, try my Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard. Or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. Let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Gilbert Sars, and Benjamin Brodell. Thank you very much. For other good podcasts, there's Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard Podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast, Daniel Norton's Bandit's Key Podcast, <clears throat> Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest Podcast, Big John Allen Larges The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So... Until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. You got questions? You got comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Tune in next time when Radio Grognard King Size is on the air.